Welcome back to the Manning Up podcast. It has really been a long time since my last one. I want to apologize for leaving all of you guys stranded. It has been, gosh, what is it, three, four weeks maybe. Um, I, I just needed to take some time. I had a lot to handle at the end of the semester. I needed to get my grades together. I needed to prepare for finals and prepare for some up and coming things this December and as well as next semester. I have some big news for you guys, but I'm going to make you wait until the end of the podcast to let you know what that is. So we actually have a couple, um, couple big topics today. And before I get into those, I want to do a quick retraction. So I want to thank everybody who let me know that I had a huge mistake in my last one. This was during the midterms when I said accidentally that, uh, that there are two democratic, um, two democratic senators from Ohio, that those being Sherrod Brown and I don't know who I thought the other one was. It in fact is Sherrod Brown who was just elected. He is a Democrat. And then there is Rob Portman. He was elected a few years ago and it is one Republican, one Democrat, not two Democrats. I am sorry that I said that. Thank you for calling me out on it. I want you guys to continue doing that. Now let's move on. Okay. Retraction's done. I will continue to do retractions in the future. But we got some big things to talk about. Okay, chaos in France. Some of you don't know this, but I actually lived in France for about half a year studying there, trying to learn the language, embracing the culture, going out and meeting new people, living with international students. And I was there during the elections when they elected Emmanuel Macron, who is the catalyst to this chaos right now. He is the reason why all of this chaos, why all of the pillaging of Paris is going on. So some of you don't know about this, but it will become a huge story because I think it has been almost three, I want to say almost three weeks, maybe two weeks since these riots started taking place. They are composed of a group of of people who are basically distraught over the economic situation and because of Emmanuel Mac- President Macron's taxation policies that he just enacted for January. So what that is, in case you are unaware, is that in a country like France, their taxes are so high and t- so high on their carbon emissions that 60% of A gallon of gas, but they don't do gallons, they do liters. 60% of a liter of gas, that cost goes straight to the government. 60% of it goes straight to the government due to a carbon emissions tax. This increase set people over the edge. Basically, it was not that big of a tax increase, but from what I'm seeing, it was the final straw on the camel's back, if that is the saying. I can't remember if that is the exact saying, but... I'm sure you guys will call me out on that. What What's happening is that they are so done with the taxation. They are so sick of France trying to impose these taxes due to fear of climate change and due to the carbon footprint and the carbon emissions that they have decided to band together and to form a group called uh, Gilets Jaunes. Gilets Jaunes means yellow vests. These yellow vests, they get the name because in France, you are required to have these yellow construction-looking vests in your cars. 
So as I guess they just use this as a symbol, they go around wreaking havoc in Paris. If you look at the videos of the Champs-Élysées, which is the main strip in Paris, uh, I believe the Arc de Triomphe is on that as well. If you go down that, it looks like Armageddon. Cars flipped, buildings uh, pillaged and raided. It is absolute mayhem there. Absolute mayhem. And there's really nothing that... It doesn't look like the... Um, the president, President Macron is doing anything about it. Doesn't look like he is combating this with any, with any severe force. So I just wanted to let you guys know what's going on in France. Let you, or rather encourage you to do your own research on this because this is going to be in the news for, I want to, I, I can see this being in the news for another month or two at least, depending on how the relations go between the government and those who are basically protesting. This is a very, very violent form of protest. And I want you guys to get, take, get your own take on it. So here, that's the chaos in France. It's the gilet jaune, the yellow vests. Now to the bigger topic, bigger because it affects, it's more personal to me. So in case you haven't heard, Harvard has imposed serious sanctions and punishments on any of any of their students who decide to join or are a part of a single sex organization this is this is an attack on greek life this is an attack on fraternities and sororities this is fueled by politically correct culture i don't know what it is but there is some type of an inherent uh, vendetta that so many people who have never experienced Greek life have. Just so you guys can get a basic understanding, I, I've said this before, I'm in Greek life here at Ohio State, and I'm in the Theta Chi fraternity. We founded it. We've done a lot of great work for the community. Not only have we built a brotherhood with over 100 people and built connections and uh, built lasting friendships, but just over the past semester, we were we were able to raise over $8,000 for United Service Organizations. That alone, the impact that we're having on these philanthropies, the impact that we're having on the community is so great. And people just decide to overlook that. They decide to overlook all of the good things that Greek life does for, for their own personal vendetta. And so at Harvard, some of the sanctions that they've imposed are if you are a part of these single-sex organizations, fraternities and sororities, I'll get into some ramifications of this. If if you're a part of these, not only are you not allowed to hold office or any type of leadership position in any on-campus club, you cannot do it in any sport as well. You cannot be a captain. You cannot be a leader in any of the any of Harvard sports. Not only that, but you also are not eligible to even apply. Sorry, no, you can apply, but you cannot get recommendations by any of Harvard's faculty for some of their prestigious scholarships, such as the Rhodes. The Rhodes is a two to three year paid study abroad at Oxford. And it is apparently this Rhodes Scholars Program is one of the most prestigious in in the world. And if you are a part of this single sex organization, Harvard will not write you a recommendation in order to apply for this scholarship. So you, you, you look at this on the surface and you say, okay, well, it's just Greek life. Greek life has a lot of bad things going on. There's hazing, not every fraternity, not every sorority. There's um, 
there's sometimes deaths and there's a lot of partying, maybe binge drinking. There will be things that happen at fraternities and sororities, but it does not outweigh the good that they do. And Harvard is missing the point. They are missing... They If they wanted to impose sanctions on Greek life, all they have to do is impose, impose safety regulations on Greek life. Why are they trying to stop the hundreds of years of tradition that goes into Greek life, that goes into the sisterhood and the brotherhood? They are killing tradition. And it doesn't make sense to me because so many of their endowments, so many of those alumni who donate to Harvard are a, were a part of Greek life, were a part of those finals clubs. It is doing Harvard absolutely no favors imposing these sanctions on Greek life. And you, you, might, you might not be uh, in favor of Greek life. And that's, that's your own prerogative. But it is not just harming fraternities and sororities. Because this is a, uh, basically a form of a ban on single-sex organizations, it is also affecting things like women's choir, men's glee club, and the Knights of Columbus. This uh, Knights of Columbus is a Catholic, Catholic men's organization that's been around for, I want to say, hundreds of years. The enrollment in these groups, in these clubs, has already gone down dramatically. So many people have had to drop these clubs for, for fear of the university imposing sanctions on them. This is, not, this is not somewhere we need to be going down. And if Harvard's going to continue doing this, then you're going to see a spike in enrollments in Yale. That's, that's all you're going to see. It's just the competition with other Ivy League schools. People will realize that a school like Harvard where you cannot participate in single-sex organizations is not a place that they want to be. And if Harvard wants to do that, let them shoot themselves in, the, in their foot. Moving on to our cultural critique. I'm really excited for this one because a couple days ago I, I watched it and really wanted to make a podcast just so I could talk to you guys about it. It's a film made in 1968 by the Beatles, one of my favorite bands, one of the most talented and most revolutionary bands of all time who seriously influenced almost all of modern music. I, I mean, I don't think that they influenced rap music, but almost everything that has come past the Beatles was created because they revolutionized the sound. They, they came out with stuff that was so far past their time that, um, that so many other bands took notice to and, and uh, eventually created their sound out of it. If you wanted to think about it as like a tree, the Beatles are, they are the trunk of that tree. They are the trunk of a tree with so many branches in so many different genres. And not only that, but their songs are their songs are hits. Almost all of their songs were hits. You cannot you cannot even debate that the Beatles aren't one of the best bands to ever form. Okay, now now back to now back to what the actual cultural critique is. It is Yellow Submarine. It is a film based off of the song Yellow Submarine. And boy, you got you guys just need to go check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. It is free if you have the membership. I'm sure if you wanted to stream it online somewhere, you could find it. But the song I want to play from you, play for you is from it, and that is Nowhere Man. Nowhere Man is my favorite song off off of the uh, from the movie. Let me know what you guys think. He's a real nowhere man Sitting in his nowhere land Making all his nowhere 
All right, now for the big news. Now for the big stuff. So I took that long break. I took the three weeks hiatus, the, the, my vacation from the podcast, and I was setting up some stuff for December and next semester. This was a long shot, but I actually ended up getting the press pass and a media pass for Turning Point USA. They're a small government student-led organization that uh, is actually led by Charlie Kirk. He is a conservative uh, kind of conservative commentator, political commentator in a way, libertarian. He and the st- he is heading the Student Action Summit in West Palm Beach. It's the 19th through the 22nd of December. Not only did I get my travel stipend to go down there, but I'm also going to be a part of the media. I will be covering the event and bringing great content to you guys. So I'm really excited about that. Just so you guys can get a picture of what this event's going to be like, you're going to have speakers such as Donald Trump Jr., Dinesh D'Souza, Mark Levin, Jordan Peterson, Greg Gutfeld, Tucker Carlson, just to name a few. This is going to be a huge event, huge for the podcast. I'm really excited to go down there. Really excited to bring you guys new content. And hopefully this leads to more opportunities, to better podcasts, to more content. And who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But I figured I better start start the podcast back up. So thank you guys for listening. I will see you soon.